the IBM Cloudcast, coming to you every show with information about new capabilities and releases. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the IBM Cloud Platform Cast. We are hosts from the offerings team here at IBM Cloud. I'm Ian Lynch. And I'm Steve Shokat. And today we have as our guest, Rocio Guerrero. Rocio is with the offering management team for IBM Cloud. Rocio, welcome to our show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, so yeah, welcome. Um, and today we're here to talk about third party on Bluemix. So I guess we always start off our show by trying to figure out exactly what we're here to talk about and the concepts all around it. So I guess, Rocio, if we want to start off by explaining, talking about our third party services on Bluemix. Sure. So IBM considers third party services on Bluemix as those that were not created by IBM at all. So not even like a partnership. Um, but they're still relevant services that a user can discover, learn about through our catalog, in some cases, purchase it right then and there, or at the very least be linked out to easily get the credentials needed to use it within our environment. Okay, so they're pretty similar to what we're offering in terms of what the IBM provided services are, but they extend out really the portfolio on the offering, right? Exactly, yeah. Basically, the main difference is in ownership, honestly. So we have what's called pass-through agreements with our third-party providers. So all we're really working as is the agent for either billing or um, you know, curating these services. Oh, so it's kind of like drinking the Kool-Aid or like preaching what we actually say ourselves, right? So not having to reinvent the wheel if something is already amazing and already out there. So why not offer it, right? Exactly. That sounds actually like we broker the service, maybe. In some cases. Okay. So, so you know, I was out there looking on the cloud, and I saw that there were at least 59 third-party services out there. So, you know, this isn't peanuts. That's a lot of num- That's a big number. Um, which of them tend to be the more popular services, the ones that, that it looks like people are gravitating towards? Yes, Steve, no, you're absolutely right about, I think we have 61 as of today, um, out of a catalog that has about 160 services. So, you know, not quite half, but quite a significant chunk. The services that we see, you know, performing the best tend to be things like anything with database as a service. So even though IBM itself has a lot of offerings here, developers like options and sometimes they even have things that are services that they specifically look out for. Um, so things like ClearDB, Elephant SQL um, are one of the top performers. Another thing that we see is, you know, communication platforms. So SendGrid to do dynamic emails. Um, Twilio is another great example that gets a lot of traffic. Um, and those are ones that, you know, IBM, especially SendGrid and Twilio, we don't have a lot of communication, you know, type services. So that really helps round out our catalog right there. So how about like some of the financial stuff? I see that we've got some of the financial technology or fintech services, but there also looks like there's there's stuff from third parties out there as well in the catalog. There is. And actually, finance is a really interesting section of our catalog, right? So sometimes when you think of third-party services, the immediate thought is, hey, they're putting them on there to potentially fill gaps or just round it out. But fintech is one of those places where IBM is excelling in. You'll see a lot of IBM services with um, a lot of analytic tools. And so what we're doing is we're bolstering and extending something that we're succeeding in by adding third-party data sources, essentially. So you'll see services like Ignite, Quovo, Bond Value, all there providing extra data that um, users on our platform can then analyze using some IBM tools. That sounds cool. It sounds to me like you're the, the, the keeper for 
the third party services or maybe you're the gate. So how do you go out and decide? I assume that some of them come to IBM and say, I'd like to be out there in our catalog. But I suspect you also go out and look for others. How do you decide which ones to go look for? Yeah, so it's it's kind of two ways. You're right. Sometimes it's very organic or they know someone at IBM. And we try to maintain a very open catalog. So it doesn't matter if they're competing against us, if it's something maybe we already have, or you know, hopefully it's something we don't have and is really rounding us out. So we'll go ahead as long as it makes a technical fit and it makes sense in the context of our catalog, then we'll go ahead and let them join. Um, so that's kind of our passive recruitment, right? Um, but we are doing more um, like with, for example, the finance section where we're aligning with strategic initiatives at IBM. So finance is a great one. Um, IoT, containers, all places that IBM is heavily investing in. And we have whole teams, you know, here looking at the industry, seeing who the top providers are, and they're starting to form those relationships. And I get to be part of those conversations and see, hey, how would they actually fit? What would it look like if they showed up on our catalog? What types of, you know, deployment models do we need to support growing an ecosystem for these? So I have a question then, if we bring it back down to the actual products themselves or the, the offerings themselves, and we're talking around security and compliance and how we're actually offering this. So what, let's say, for example, we're, I'm, I'm using a Twilio service as part of my application that's pretty much predominantly running on IBM Cloud Platform, but the Twilio service goes down. Is that part of my SLA or how, do, how does that work? Yeah, so when you use a third-party service on Bluemix, we do have what we call pass-through agreements with them. And you'll see even in our terms of conditions between you know IBM and the customer that the terms and conditions of the third party prevail when it comes to you know SLA, security, privacy, et cetera. You know, we do make sure that they're maintaining um, you know, the most you know high-level security processes available and it's built into all of our contracts, et cetera. But at the end of the day, that responsibility is on the third party. Um, when it comes to you know, an issue happening, perhaps, a lot of times people don't know to go to the third party. So they'll come to Bluemix support, and our support team is awesome. Um, they can quickly you know, say, hey, this is a third party service. Either we've run into this issue before, and we already know what the fix is. Let us help you. Or, hey, you know, this may require a little bit more expertise. Let us bring in the experts from those third party services, and then we can all work together to make sure that you know, a solution is found for our users. We don't want to leave them in the dark in any way. Oh, awesome. So it seems like it's more than, the, these services are more than just kind of links off to additional services. They're fully embedded into the platform. Yeah, some, some of our third-party services are embedded more than others. So, you know, some of the ones I talked about, like ClearDB or SendGrid, they're fully integrated. So we're doing the commerce collection. Um, we kind of have a little broker behind it. Um, and a user can click a service plan and be billed by IBM. Some other services, Twilio being an example, the financial services right now are what we call referral services. And so that's a little less of an integration, but we're still definitely very, very active um, with that third party and making sure we're doing right by, by our users. So I'm glad that you brought in your crystal ball into the studio today because um, we're going <laughs> to ask you to take a quick glance into it and tell us what's exciting coming. I guess we're coming towards the end of the year now, but as we stretch out into 2018, what new value have we got in some of the services that's coming in? Can you tell us a bit about them or is it all shush shush? So I can tell you in general, the most exciting part is that we're going to be releasing, you know, new deployment methods, easier billing options for our providers to integrate with us. So we're really doing a lot to reduce, 
you know, any barrier or technical expertise that's required to onboard to our catalog. And we think that's really going to catapult us into being able to onboard third parties a lot faster and a lot more. So, you know, you say, hey, 60 is great. Well, you know, we started in 2014 at the beginning of 2006 of this year, 2017, sorry. <laughs> um, we had only, you know, 30 something services. We've almost doubled it this year and we're looking to just exponentially grow um, in the upcoming year. So that's what I'm personally really excited about for our program. Yeah. And, you know, I did see that the change from like 30 at the start of the year to, to like 60. It's like you've gone crazy, Rocio. So <laughs> I was somewhere, someone listening to this and I wanted to put my service out there. What do I do next? I mean, do I have them to call you up or? So the best way to actually learn about our service is to go to our landing page. So it's www.ibm.com slash marketplace slash provider workbench. And there's a slash at the end of that too. <laughs> um, but there you'll get to learn about our digital platform options. So whether it's the IBM marketplace, which is kind of our digital sales and marketing channel, or whether it's the Bluemix catalog, which is what we've been talking about mostly today. Um, but you'll also have the ability to onboard, take a self-assessment there too, to kind of gauge whether you'd be a good fit for the catalog. Um, and there's also tools in there to reach out and connect with us if you have any questions. To be honest, I never expected it really to be that easy. I thought it'd be a huge, long-winded process. But I guess with the 21st century and IT and cloud the way it is now, it makes it so much easier. So No, it really does. Sorry, my Oops. bad. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it really does actually with a referral model, which is exactly what Twilio has in our catalog. Someone has done it in fast as two days. They're up and live on our catalog. They've wow. done all the requirements. Um, an average process is maybe two weeks, but it's really not this huge hurdle that everyone thinks it is sometimes. Um, you know, we have some more complicated integrations and that's where we're really working on reducing it. But, you know, just to get your stuff on there, it's, it can be really quickly. So if me and Steve have an idea, we know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So, Rocio, one takeaway then for our listeners today. Sure. So, you know, something I always find interesting when I'm talking to people about third-party services is, you know, they're constantly thinking, okay, they're filling the gap. I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier. But when looking into the future, and one of the big differentiators, it's not just the individual service. How does that service differentiator? But cloud platforms in general are looking at what is your portfolio of providers? So, you know, you look at AWS, they have so many. Um, that's becoming, that ecosystem of providers is becoming a differentiator. And that's the, that's one of the, you know, ways IBM is headed to as well, is we're really trying to expand, we're trying to grow, and the ecosystem as a whole will be a differentiator for us. So if I wanted to find out a huge amount of more information about everything that you just talked about, without giving me a crazy link, where can I go? Is there a way of Googling it that make it easy to get there? Honestly, the easiest way to learn about our services would be just to go to our catalog. You can filter right on there for just third-party services, and there'll be nice little categories to look through as well. All right. Hey, Rocio, thanks for being on the show today. Um, you know, on behalf of, of uh, Ian and I, I'd like to thank you for helping us here. And I really like one of the phrases that you said. You were talking about building an ecosystem around the IBM cloud. And so you have you know, a number of different partners who all contribute their value coupled with the IBM cloud to help customers innovate. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think so too. Well, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, it was a blast. Great to have you on the show. And guys, for myself and Steve, thanks for joining in. See you next time on the IBM Cloud Platformcast. <laughs>